0: Welcome, everyone, to Dead Talk Live, and tonight we are joined by a very special guest, Fiona Durif, who just reprised her role on Chucky last week on Sci-Fi's new hit show, Chucky. Fiona, thank you for being here with us. How are you doing?
1: I'm pretty good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, and I'm just really excited to talk to you. And it's not just me; you should see the messages of people just psyched to uh, watch this interview with you.
1: Yeah, the online response to the last episode was was pretty surprising and exciting. Yeah. I was like, I I was surprised at how many people didn't recognize me in a way I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we're surprised And well, the enthusiasm was rad Well the
0: show is A phenomenal success Congratulations on that uh, The show is A continuation from the movie Which you were a big part mm-hmm. of Cult of Chucky So it's yep. great You go from the movie Directly into the TV show Where it picks up And you're back You're back with uh, You know Jennifer Tilly is also back and uh yesterday i just came back from a convention uh, i got to see christine Elise and she's gonna be yep. our guest as well so i gotta ask you i mean you look incredibly like your dad do you get that a lot
1: you know i've been hearing it my whole life <laughs> uh, and i don't really see it i see it from the eyes up we both have this giant forehead And I think our eyes are the same. But, you know, when I first started acting at 23, everybody would comment on it. But I think my dad, my dad's face is kind of angular. And I think he looks like an angel a little bit more than I do. He looks like Uh, an angry
0: angel. (laughs) (laughs) I got to ask you, though, uh, you are just as talented as your dad and you have a great resume. Is it difficult not just for you, but being the child of a famous actor or artist to get your own recognition to get out from under their spotlight and get to the spotlight that you have earned for yourself,
1: yeah, um I wouldn't say that that was difficult. There's certainly this conception out there that um that i I did an audition and and all of that and i and I certainly did um what what being the child of an actor is uh is 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 helpful you get access in a way that a lot of people deserve and don't get Mm -hmm. so uh you you stay grateful and um you know you recognize it and uh and then from that point you you see what happens and do your best you know i i think that uh Nobody's ever hired me if they didn't think I was right for something. Um, And uh, yeah. And then the the places that it carried me. um, I I often play villains more than anything else, um, which... I, I think that, you know, my dad probably, I would say like 60% of his roles were villains. I think mine's a little bit higher. I never think of them as villains, but I think other people do. Uh, and I think that's... There's so much fun from, to play. It's more fun. Oh, yeah. It's way more fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're more interesting. They're out for something. They're
0: yeah, yeah, struggling, so you know? Let's talk about the, uh, the show. Okay, like I said, Chucky is a direct continuation of Cult of Chucky. Now mm-hmm. uh let's go to what your association is with uh Charles Lee Ray, Chucky aka your dad. Um uh, okay. he Chucky murdered your whole family uh in the Chucky movie. He murdered
1: my whole family. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the reason why you're a paraplegic on the sh- on the in the movie and on the show is because Chucky stabbed your ma- your mom while she was pregnant with you. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, that's accurate.
0: So, and of course, you're, you know, Chucky, Charles Lee Ray, has it in for your mom because it's because of her that he ended up getting caught and killed by the police. So mm-hmm. it's very personal between uh, Nika's family and Charles Lee Ray. Yep. Uh, Chucky, do you like that aspect that you guys have a, just you and Chucky it's, it's not just, oh, my God, this doll is trying to kill me. It is personal.
1: It's per, it's personal. And I, I thought of it as uh, informed her whole life. And at some point, you know, when you're in a mental hospital and you look at every important thing that's ever happened seems designed by this one entity mm-hmm. that, that um, is supernatural and more powerful than you, then the whole thing takes on a... Um, a meaning that's beyond survival it's uh it's i was i am here in order to battle this thing this is the thing the only thing that matters this is this is all the meaning there is would you um you know it's uh it's a big thing to play it's a it's a big fun meaningful you know imaginative universe and you
0: look like Um, you have a real blast playing this character
1: I have so much fun. <laughs> I have so much fun. And also he keeps throwing me more and more interesting things to do, uh, which, which I, which I'm very lucky for, you know, and wait till you guys see the finale. Mm. I mean, it just gets so crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's really fun. And also to get to inhabit Chucky too, uh, was maybe the most fun I've ever had playing a character. Cause I think the reason why everybody likes him so much is that he is so utterly free, and he is having so much fun. And
0: he's so evil. <laughs> he's just an evil bastard. He's free,
1: man. He's not evil. <laughs>
0: he's, he's a. Free. He's a. He's a. Oh my god. Do you remember the first time you ever met Don Mancini?
1: Well, so it goes. Uh, Don met my mom when she was pregnant with me. Because my father used to teach acting for directors um, or directing actors mm-hmm. at Columbia University in New York, and Don was a student. He audited the class, so he was like sat in a class that was uh, that was taught by my dad. And he met my mom after, and she was pregnant with me. And then I think we met uh, we met during the filming of First Chucky. Okay. I, one of it's one of my memories where. I walk into a into like a sound booth and my dad was doing the ADR of, of burning, being burned alive. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. I was like six. I, I watched it and was deeply upset <laughs> and ran away and they had to find me. And I think I hid under a desk or something. <laughs> and then I think I was at the premiere too, um, though memory is so unreliable, so it might not be true. And then when Don and I met, as adults it was during the casting of curse of chucky i first auditioned for barbara the sister Mm -hmm. which everyone thought i was going to be more right for and then i get a call from my dad he's like you know i got this call from don he thought you might be good for the lead i put that on tape and then don and i had a a long phone call and we realized we're kind of similar people Mm -hmm. uh and then we became pretty fast friends
0: that's awesome i i would assume your dad and don are probably like best friends by now yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Now, no, we, we're, we, we all love each other very much.
0: Now, would you say uh, Child's Play was the first horror movie that you've ever seen?
1: No, so I have this sis, I have an older sister who's five years older that is utterly fearless. And my sister, I can't watch horror movies because they scare me. I like them, I watch them, but I, I'm one of those people who looks down at the ground because they're too scared. <laughs> But my sister would uh, torture me. She would, um, she would make me sometimes watch like operations, like people's eyes getting operated on, and then she also had me watch the F- An Exorcist.
0: Oh God! At what age? Eight. Oh my God! Okay. Yeah. All uh,
1: right. Eight. Um, Chucky never scared me. Um, because it. It just, it, it's my dad. And, and and the deal with my dad is he's actually like this wonderful, kind, kind sort of like wood elf, you know, <laughs> he's just not a scary guy, um, you know, so it, it's just too associated with uh, my daddy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, now, let's go back to Nika. Do you think her time in the sanatorium has uh, sort of made her lose her sense of uh, her grip on reality a little bit? uh you know being locked up being accused of the murder of her family
1: yeah i think so i think i don't know if it's grip on reality but it's it's grip on uh your faith that everything is going to turn out okay i think at some point she was like you know what it might not turn out okay
0: and this seasonal bastard one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might not turn out to okay, I might have to sacrifice myself. But at least there's a little bit of meaning in my life and I'm willing to do it. That's sort of how I thought about it.
0: Okay. Now, at the end of the movie, you become possessed by Charles Lee Ray. What did you think of that aspect of the movie?
1: I was I was so excited to do that. <laughs> I was like, finally, give me give me Chucky to play, right? Cuz he's he's free man he's free and he's having fun um uh so i I, that was the scene i was really excited to do i was really excited to they put this contraption on me this like long rope that had me kind of come up into frame so it felt a little acrobatic and liberating you know and um yeah i uh i was i was excited to play him i was excited to talk to my dad about it what kind of makes him tick uh, it was, just, it's just like a fun, imaginative exercise. And that, the whole thing feels like some weird fucking lottery. Yeah.
0: I, and then that was actually going to be my next question. I was going to ask you, did you go to your dad for advice or did you want to put your own spin on Chucky?
1: I totally went to him for advice or just like how, wh- wh- how, wh- what makes Chucky, Chucky? How does he tick? And my dad always said the same thing. He's like, listen, Chucky is terrified of oblivion he's ultimately driven by fear of oblivion and he really loves his job he's having fucking fun he's man. having
0: fun i mean the way you described it him being free you're right he is yeah. free and he doesn't give a shit and that- when you
1: like to be that free yeah, you know yeah, yeah i might have to turn this on
0: oh there you go oh, now
1: i can't see myself at all but here i am
0: okay there you are we can <laughs> see you just fine Now, your dad, I mean, he's a brilliant actor, I mean, and a horror Mm -hmm. legend, but beyond the horror legend part, he's just a brilliant actor. Uh, When did you, was it your dad being an actor that made you want to be an actress or did it, was it just in your blood? I mean, it is in your blood. Did you always know that you wanted to, you know, act in one way or another?
1: Yeah, so my grandmother was an actress, too. Okay. Um, and then on my mother's side, uh, we had actors also. So there's probably some some like genetic predisposition for it um, or the ability to do it. Uh, and yes, I wanted to be an actress when I was a kid, for sure. I remember my mother sort of fighting... Um, to, to, for me to be able to audition, I auditioned for The Hunt for the Red October. Remember really? that movie? Oh, yeah. And I auditioned for that movie when I was a kid and I didn't get the part.
0: That's one role, the, by the way.
1: What's as the daughter?
0: Okay, Jack Ryan's as like the daughter. daughter. Okay, kid. okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, I hardly, yeah, I just remember being in the audition. Um, I didn't get the part. And then I think my next audition was for Deadwood. Uh, I was a PA on I I grew up doing PA work, Mm -hmm. which is a production assistant. Mm -hmm. So they would like pay me, you know, 50 bucks a day or something to get people coffee on sets or whatever. (laughs) And um, I was a PA on Deadwood. And then David Milch, who is the most generous, interesting, brilliant person. Uh, he thought that maybe I could be an actress and sent me to this improv class. I must've been 22 Mm -hmm. and I got on stage in this improv class and there was just this thing where I was like, wow, this is, um, so free and so fun. And there was something about it that I could do. I felt confident in it and, um, And at that point then i i got the chance to audition for a couple things i got the first movie i ever auditioned for um which was this tiny movie called little chenere where i was playing a whore and (laughs) um and then and then the agency signed they were like oh she might be able to work they signed me on and then it was like it was a slow i always worked but it was small things and it would be like Four movies a year or something and you know i was a waitress and a bartender and to in order to support myself but i would always work here and there and then it started to take off about six years ago where i started to get television shows and leading parts and have a little more confidence
0: absolutely now uh would you say your time as a pa just the time on the set for any actor is priceless getting that set experience is just priceless
1: yeah, I was raised I I mean, I was really raised around movies for sure. I was raised on the set and in the culture of it. You know, and it's like a it's a beautiful circus. You know, you you can feel really when it works well, you're you're kind of in a troupe and everybody's making this thing and especially if we think it's gonna be good, um, you know, there's not there's nothing like it. And my time as a PA, this is what it did. It made me um really cognizant that every everybody's job is more exhausting than mine acting is very and don't get me wrong acting is very very hard and i think it's why they treat you so well Mm -hmm. right because you have to get yourself into this vulnerable state and then open your heart yeah or you're not going to do it well um but everybody else is there for you know 13 14 15 hours exactly um so i'm I'm I, that the the time not having money and having to get coffee and turn on and off air conditioners and all that stuff. Just um, yeah, it it made me maybe maybe more of a team player or something.
0: Exactly. Okay, I wanna yeah. I wanna ask you. Uh, everybody has their own way of getting in a character, and they have a different way to getting into different characters. What do you do to get into Nika's character?
1: Um, so when I do any part, oh, nope. I am. There you go. when I do any part, I, um, I write a lot. So I'll always have, i always have a real sense of the backstory, where they're coming from, what, what like things in their life had meaning, you know, Yeah. That, like, Oh, this thing happened and it made me look at the world this way. And this stuff could be like, never related to the plot of the story. It's just how, yeah they emotionally understand the world and then you kind of walk around and you 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 find out how they feel in the world uh-huh. <laughs> um and then at that point then you can play and and i'll try a scene a hundred different ways before i show up on set and that way i'm not i don't have a sense a plan of what i'm gonna do
0: uh-huh.
1: um which is also important
0: we got you you want it to be spontaneous yep yep, yep.
1: um and uh and yeah and then for Nika I hung out with a few um, paraplegic people okay um, and and talked to them about you know I I, 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 I like lifted weights and and uh, in a wheelchair and sort of um, tried to get a sense of of what that's like and it's um and it was great and I love I also love the way Don portrayed her he portrayed her also as You know a sexual person Mm -hmm. a complete person you know she she uh she was maybe an ingenue at first and then and then less so you know
0: yeah um and absolutely yeah and i've you know i've spoken to a lot of actors and i would say the majority of them filling in the back character like you just described even though if it has even though it has nothing to do with the plot itself it's very important just to play the character because the writers, the the majority of the time, they don't give you a backstory to any character, no. so that's left up to you, and it plays big into how you're going to portray that character on the screen. Uh, so for- it's
1: the art of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think so much so with acting, uh, it's not really like a musician, right? Like a musician will get a composition and then play it and they put their own twist on it and for acting, it feels like the words are the least important thing. Actually yeah. um, though, Mamet would, would, would say I was wrong, but he's wrong. Uh, I think it's, um, it's informing all of it. It's informing all of it and bringing um, your own life experience and, and perception of of how the world works onto it and 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 twisting it right like dialing things up or down within your personality um but it's always some version of you uh and if it's not a version of you it's never going to feel true it's never going to be anything that's worth watching
0: now how lenient is don uh when it comes to you putting your own bit into uh the character if he's lenient at all
1: um, he's he. This is what he does. He'll let us do whatever we want, and then he'll cut it out.
0: <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> now, now we
1: ad lib up a storm, and then we watch it, and we're like, "Huh?"
0: He cut it out. He probably <laughs> has it all out. He probably has his own little private collection at home with everybody.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing: is he's a really he's a really deliberate writer, right? Like, I think that's one of the reasons why this franchise has been so successful for so long and then keeps gaining fans and momentum. Right. I don't think Chucky's ever been as popular as it is right now, at least from where I'm standing. I mean, I, on Halloween, I swear every fourth kid was a Chucky. I was like, really, is it this popular? Um, but he, uh, he's a deliberate writer and he thinks in themes and each word is, is really, is, clever and thought about right so you, you we end up respecting the script it's not it's not about like blood and guts and gore no. though it is though there's that in it because mm-hmm. it's such a fun element um but it's a. Uh, it's it's smart like you know this season's about bullying exactly which which is something that you know don as like a as a gay kid went through mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm. i had the uh um, pleasure of hearing him speak you see i watched the premiere of chucky at new york comic-con and afterwards oh, cool. it was him and jennifer tilly that did a little q a on the stage yeah and uh he's an amazing person he's very open Uh, about his childhood and what he went through and his inspirations for creating Chucky. He's a really fascinating man. Now, growing up with Chucky, you know, because your dad was Chucky, uh, I'm sure at which point with you growing up in it, did you realize that this is something much bigger than my dad? Much bigger than anything and it it just has be you know, it's taken on a life of its own.
1: Yeah, I mean I I don't think I had a sense of how zeitgeisty it was until maybe high school. Okay. Um, when I uh, you know, I think Chucky was made when I was seven, something like that. And my birthday is the day before Halloween. So oh, wow. I would always have a Halloween party and my dad it's the only time he'll do the laugh or the voice <laughs> is on my birthday. And so everybody was always really excited about it. And I was like, oh, whatever. okay. And then when I was in high school, I remember there was a point where people, the fact that I was Chucky's daughter would get around. Uh, So so I was sort of known for it. It was like, hey, dude, do you know who her dad is? And it became like nicknames and stuff. Um, And uh, and yeah, it's always been some kind of corner, little deep corner of my identity.
0: Now, in it, in an interview with Dom Mancini, you spoke about how your experience with Cult of Chucky was improved over Curse of Chucky because the part was specifically written for you. What is the difference mm-hmm. between being a, you know, with a part that is written with you in mind as opposed to one that you are casted for?
1: Um I don't know if there was actually much of a difference between Curse and Colt. Um, uh, it just, he he ended up writing something in Curse that I think was just quite right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, there was no beats that never felt kind of difficult to maneuver that I didn't understand with a little bit of work. With Colt, it just became, It just became more to do and more interesting and more suffering, and you know, she uh, just—it was a person kind of flattened first and then fighting to get out of it. Okay. Um, Yeah.
0: Now, uh, because your dad's role is usually it's it's voiceover work.
1: It's voiceover. Yeah. Does
0: he spend any time on the set? Like, do you see him at all on the set, or or he does his thing? In a sound studio, away from everything else,
1: exactly yeah yeah, yeah he they flew him out in curse of Chucky because he had one scene mm-hmm. uh, and they flew him out to Winnipeg and he, and they st- they stay they kept him there and let him stay for like five more days in order to see my first few scenes, which I think was really kind, but me and my father have yet to be in a scene together, yeah. Ever, on on anything. And I think it should happen soon, yeah.
0: Now, a lot of people who don't know think, oh, wow, you know, here's Fiona Durf. Of course, she got this role because her dad is Chucky and nepotism. And they're absolutely wrong. You said it perfectly earlier. Directors, casting directors, they're not going to cast you regardless of who your parents are if you're not right for the role because the bottom line is money. I mean, so what do you say to those critics or how do you tune them out?
1: Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as critics. I mean, I, I, it's, it's completely understandable. I, there, there is, there is a lot of luck involved in life period. Uh, and I, you know, was delivered a, a, a a good hand in a lot of aspects and in other aspects, less, less of one, Mm -hmm. but I got, you know, I just got incredibly lucky. And, um, and I, I, I am I'm I'm grateful for it. I mean, I'm I just am. I all all you can do is uh, be grateful for it and do your best.
0: Now uh, do your
1: best in the role. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Now yeah. I'm assuming that you auditioned. Is that when yeah. you first got through? Was it oh, yeah. weird? Was Don in the room when you were auditioning? Was it weird? somebody you've known your whole life and he's there. I didn't
1: I didn't know him so oh, okay. so yeah so I had met him when I was a child and I didn't remember and then okay. he met my mother when uh she was pregnant with me so he's known my father for a long time but my dad is this kind of wonderful hermit <laughs> uh, so my dad might be this like Hollywood actor but in no way does it seem like that when you live with him he's just this like Strange yep. kind of hermit that's into physics, like you know. Oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, so, so there was no like Hollywood parties or anything. <laughs> um, and uh, when I first met Don, it was in the audition room, and it was very much like, "Oh, hi, nice to meet you." Um, and we had maybe some exchange of uh, something about our my family or something. And then I auditioned for Barbara.
0: Hmm.
1: Um. No, that's not what happened. I did not audition for Barbara. I I had put myself on tape for Barbara when I was doing some. I was like in U- Moab, New Mexico, okay. or Moab, Utah. Put put the tape together, and then got a call to go in and audition for the lead. And I was like, I'm not right for the lead. I can't do an ingenue. And they really and and then I had. I had said that I wasn't right for it. And then my dad called me and he was like, no, I just got off the phone with Don. He thinks you're right for the lead. And so I went in at that point or did I tape again? I maybe taped for Nika and then I got a call back. Uh, and then I went in for the room with, with, to Don and it was three scenes, one of which I had to like break down crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh And then we, and then when I got it, me and him got on the phone for, and I remember talking to him for like 90 minutes or something. And we realized that we have a lot in common and Don actually turned out to be, I mean, truly one of my closest friends. I mean, I like, I spend holidays with him and he was with me when my mother died. You know, he's like a, he's a, he's a really, he's a, He's a fucking blessing. He's also just like a really good person. Exactly. That's, He's like that, a good, collaborative, smart person. Yeah. I just love. I just love him.
0: Yeah. Just listening to his, him speak. That's exactly how he comes across. Now, Don has went on the record and said that, you know, you had the, the 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 look that he was going for for you know the role that you were casted in. Did you get when you auditioned? what uh the physical attributes of your character were supposed to be and did you play into that for the audition
1: no 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 not at all not at all you know what he said actually when when he when he cast me after he explained it he was like yeah you were the only one that i believed in the wheelchair wow uh and he said and he was like i think it just seems like you've suffered <laughs> And not that everybody in a wheelchair has suffered, but, but this character certainly <laughs> suffers. And so I was like, what the hell does that mean? I
0: don't know. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's true, right? But, but, uh, but it's a funny thing.
0: Now, how important was it for you? You said you did some research. You spoke to paraplegics to mm-hmm. get their portrayal right. Did you put some maybe added responsibility on your shoulders to make sure they are portrayed properly on screen?
1: Yeah, I mean to the, to the extent that I didn't want it to define the character. Okay. You know? Uh I think that they they're complete people. They're people who uh are sexual and have relationships and have interests and you know, I I didn't want it to be the defining she was she's her own person with her own talents who is also disabled. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that was uh, that was an important thing to portray. I didn't I I didn't think of her as an injured flower.
0: No. No. Uh, yeah. Now the whole child's play franchise has already etched itself in history. It's there. It's along with the nightmare yeah, with the nightmare on elm streets, the halloweens, the friday the 13th. It's already there. Where Well, two-part question. Where would you like to see this franchise go moving forward? And how much of this franchise do you want it to define your career?
1: That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, So I have, I mean, who's to say if Nika's going to survive? Exactly. We don't know. Exactly. Is that, yeah. I mean, I know, but you don't know. No. Um, and, uh, there, it, there's just, there's so, there's so many themes that Don is interested in exploring, um, and they're all pretty unique. Uh, and there's a lot of places that it can go. We were really, um, I wouldn't say surprised, but, um, thrilled with how popular the show is okay. and how much of a hit it is. Um, so it seems like there's going to be um, room to explore
0: many more different aspects. A lot,
1: many things. <laughs> uh, and you know, how much do I want it to define me? I'm I'm thrilled uh, to be a part of it. It feels somewhat like my family legacy yeah. in some way mm-hmm. uh though it's definitely dawn's creation yeah. but i i'm grateful to be along for the ride of something that i get to make with people that this sounds cheesy everybody says it it's so fucking true in this case though uh-huh. i get to make it with people that i absolutely have known forever and love yeah. and we have so much fun making it during the finale we were like sitting there behind these behind the monitor with the puppeteers all of which i've known for 10 years at this point uh-huh. just dying of laughter <laughs> just like erupting in giggles oh, that is so uh, awesome so you get to have and i get to go to all these like far from places to um to promote it and then to shoot it and then i get paid well for it and People really like it. You like no. it, congratulated. And the whole thing feels like this surreal lottery ticket I somehow like stumbled upon. Um, and do I want it to define me? I mean, not completely. I think that I've done at this point um, a lot of things. You know, right now I'm shooting a movie, a survivalist movie with Peter Fascinelli and um, Lance Hendrickson, nice. who's also a person that I've known forever. Uh, and it's about Paradise Fires. Um, you know, I got uh-huh. to do really cool stuff in the stand, and I was in Tenant, and you know, there's there's a lot of um,
0: exactly. And that- I've
1: gotten a lot of opportunity to 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 deal not only in genre but in other things. Yeah, and that um, and yeah, and I, you know, it's it's a really lucky life. It's a really lucky life, and it didn't have to work out and. It has, and I'm just grateful.
0: Well, there's talent there too. Uh, you, yeah. you—that's that—that's going to be my next question. Uh, you have played a wide spectrum of characters. Okay, mm-hmm. you have done drama. You have done a little bit of everything. As you move forward in your career, uh, you know, I'm sure you want to do more horror, just like you want to do more. Drama or maybe comedies or whatnot but as a as an actor I assume you don't want to be pigeonholed into a certain type of genre or a character type or anything like that.
1: yeah my agent says this to me all the time he's like Fiona because because I'll sometimes turn things down if I feel like my take on it isn't going to be what they want uh-huh. um, but he, he he nudges me to not do that. You know, I, um, the niche I'm in now, I notice is, is people who are a little feral. I would say that that word follows me. Okay. Um, and, and it's a, it's just the best one. I don't know what to say. Like I, 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 it's so much more interesting yeah. than playing the love interest or the girlfriend or the wife or the soft it's. It, I just. It's, it's I, badass
0: I it to be the bad guy.
1: Yeah, and I never think of them as bad guys, right? But
0: <laughs> so, how do you define but, them? But just you know, there's morally so much corrupt. Vulnerability
1: in it. Okay. Yeah, no, there's just there's vulnerability in it. There's strife. There's uh, there, there it, it comes from a, a. I mean, it changes with each character, but it comes from a quality of being. Desperate mm-hmm. and lost, yeah. and uh, and willing to do what it takes in order to survive it. Right. So yeah. the themes are just are just up, are just higher. Stakes are high.
0: Let me actually, let me give you your dad as an example. A terrific sure. actor. I mean, brilliant. I mean, Brad Dourif is. Oh my God, I love him. Uh, but he is known as Chucky. And, you know, he's the voice of Chucky. We saw him in Child's Play. We've seen him a little bit throughout the the movies. But, you know, a lot of people know Brad Durf. And if you ask, you're like, yeah, that's Chucky. Uh, When you start reaching the twilight of your career, do you want that? Do you want what your dad... I don't want to say what happened to your dad because your dad has had a brilliant career. But do you want to be in the same position your dad is in right now where Chucky? Yeah with basically you know you are this person from this franchise and all your other stuff is sort of pushed in the background
1: Yeah I sort of don't think that way right because what are we talking about? We're talking about how who remembers me and in what context like I, I just don't I don't think I care, okay. you know, I don't think I care. I think, uh, I think the point of life is to, is to
0: be, be happy play out what the you hand do.
1: that you're play out the hand that you were dealt and try to try to live well mm-hmm. and be kind to people and, and do the best you can, you know, um, stay interested in things, stay curious in, on with things um and then however they remember you they'll remember you for how long and then we all die you know (laughs) not to get not to get bigger themed about it but i i think that's true i think i think that's a misconception it doesn't my dad doesn't fucking care what you remind what people remember him as you know that's a
0: great attitude to have and (laughs) uh, true are you the uh are you like the actor who doesn't read any reviews, fans or critics. I don't read reviews, yeah. No. So you are from, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you like you should be are more interested in being proud of the work you do. Uh, you know, doing the best that you can and having fun doing it.
1: Having fun doing it. Yeah, and and appreciating the people who appreciate it, yeah. you know? And that's it. I mean, I, for me, the art of it is um is figuring out it feels like sort of a painting right yeah. you like you figure out how you see something you take these sort of emotional truths that you've like picked up from your life and you try to put it in this imaginative setting and if the setting is as wild and crazy as um as some of the genre stuff is then you then you're lucky
0: exactly. you know
1: now- you're lucky I mean yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, with that in mind, what are your thoughts on the devotion of horror fans?
1: Chucky fans specifically? Yeah. You know, it. it there's so much loyalty out there. Yeah. There's so much excitement and loyalty, and there's something that that character has done for people that they identify with, you know? And I, and sometimes it confuses me and sometimes it just delights me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I really, I credit Don Mancini more than anything. I mean, he really, he, he is the voice of it. He's truly the voice of Chucky. Nobody can write Chucky like Don, you know, they, they have Chucky like screaming curse words, but Chucky's more, Chucky's clever, Mm -hmm. you know, he just is clever, um, Yeah,
0: I, um, I mean, horror fans, yeah, horror fans, you know, basically, you know, almost a lot of the people that I've spoken to horror fans are very loyal to the genre and, oh yeah, I mean, in my opinion as well, there's some of the greatest fans out there. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and, and the people, the people I, I, I appreciate, you know, it's always, it's, it's not always, but it's often misfits yeah. you, you know it's people who uh, who always felt a little outside of things yeah you know and 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 life and death and murder and all of that stuff you know it's not only dark it's fun and I think a little bit of stress which is what you go through when you watch a horror movie yeah. stress that you're in control of is stimulating yeah. and um and and it's like a roller coaster ride. Absolutely. You know?
0: Now, for a lot of people, uh, this is most often true for TV. When they've played a character for a while, they become invested in that character. For you, you've done it in movies and it is now transferred over to uh, television. How invested are you into your character on Chucky? Oh, I
1: love her. I love her. Would you would you I s- love I, I I love Nika. I, I, I love her and I feel incredible incredibly confident playing her which wasn't always the case right like that grew with time and at this point you know when when i was about to shoot it i didn't have to go through all the steps that you usually have to go through Mm -hmm. because it's somebody it's just it's it's a perspective on life that i at this point absolutely know so that was that was cool and liberating and and just made it so that i could fully trust myself
0: that's awesome uh, now, yeah. as you guys were shooting the the series for sci-fi, and they brought back a lot of the old faces from previous Chucky movies before you appeared in mm-hmm. them,
1: yeah, uh, I know,
0: like Jennifer Tilly, Christina Lee is 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 coming back, I think next week. Uh, what was that the first time you got to meet them, and what was it like no, working yeah, with no, them? No.
1: So, so they both were in. Cult of Chucky, right? Or was it Curse too?
0: Uh, Christine, I think it was in both. Christine, I believe, was in Child's Play too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know. I didn't know Christine um, before I did Curse of Chucky. Okay. But uh, they also appeared in Cult. They appeared in Cult for sure. I yeah. can't remember if they appeared in Curse. Andy Barkley Alex Vincent appeared in Curse. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I've known them at this point for 11 years, 10 years. Um, when I so saw, it,
0: when I met Christine this last weekend, uh, the pretty much the first sentence out of her mouth is, uh, you wait till you see Fiona. And, it's, you know, just appeared last week. We're like, yeah, she's going to be our guest on Monday. Uh, she had like nothing but praise for you.
1: Oh, yeah, I love her. Yeah. No, we love each other. She's also an incredible cook. She'll invite me to dinner parties. It's, she's great, and she's a she's a great friend would and you, a great actress. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. Would you guys, yeah. would you say even the people that you have not known for years, part of the cast and crew, you have all really melded well and the chemistry behind the set, you would call yourselves, would you call yourselves just one big happy family?
1: A circus troupe? <laughs> It was really fun you know the kids were really sweet and they all hang out all the time you know yeah it it it, um and don is a is a wonderful team leader Mm -hmm. you know um yeah we all we all we all melted and and also there was this sense after about halfway through the first episode that we were making something good yeah you know, so you which guys, doesn't always happen. So
0: you guys knew halfway through filming this series that this is going to be something special. So when it did come time for it to premiere in October, were you at all nervous? You know, how is this going to be received? I don't
1: know if I was nervous. No, I don't think, I don't think I would, I don't think I was nervous. Um, I was excited and I was out of town is what happened. I was, uh, where was I? I was, Oh, I had gone to, um, sitch's film festival to, to, so I was in Spain and then I flew straight to do a movie in Pittsburgh. So the whole thing happened when I was like, And now I'm in Austin, Texas on another movie. So I haven't been able to be with people uh, during it. So it it sort of happened and I haven't been able to watch them in real time, which sucks. Um, But the, but I, I sort of, you know, there's been a lot of text messages back and forth and conversations with Don and stuff about how well it was received and how good our numbers are. I mean, our, um, yeah, I mean, I it's something like 4.4 million people are watching it, you know, which is really high. That is really uh, high for a cable show. Yeah. Yeah, and and that the numbers aren't dropping is really cool. People seem to be really excited. My social media is like, you know, yep. gone through the roof.
0: Now, um, now, let me ask you, uh basically as this thing continues to grow and success um uh As far as your character goes, do you, like you said, you know what happens to her. We don't. But do you want to see Nika just go through the whole thing? Or, like, if Don told you or will tell you that, you know what, her time has come and she's going to die, you're going to be sad, but also you're going to be excited in a way for the character and the arc that they've been through to go out with a bang
1: yeah maybe i mean maybe i'm gonna die next episode
0: oh you're teasing us now (laughs) (laughs) what would you say up until now i mean is the project that you have done that was really a turning point in your career
1: Oh, I mean it was Chucky. It was Chucky for sure. Okay. Yeah, it was Chucky. I mean Chucky was the first time so I had done I'd done True Blood for a season, but right before I was cast and I had done um uh, you know and then, and then movies and, and TV shows here and there, but Chucky doing the lead in Chucky was the first time that I was the center point of something that was very widely seen. Okay. Um, and at, and at that point was when, um, I started to get offers for stuff and it was definitely, it was definitely the, it's definitely the thing that I've done, uh, that people associate me the most with. Yeah, per, yeah. Um, though, though I also, that de- sort of depends on where you are. So I, I did a show that was pretty popular in Canada. So when I was in Canada, um, I was, you know, people recognize me from that more.
0: Now, let's say if we can look into the future and Chucky can go on for like five to seven seasons and you're in him, you're in the entire run um, and you're playing this one character for seven years. As an actress, is that something that's appealing to you? Then, of course, during the off time, you go and you'll shoot the movie here and there. But your primary job is Nika on Chucky. Is that something that would fulfill you as an actress, or would you feel limited?
1: I would do anything with Don Mancini forever. I mean, that's how much fun it is.
0: That's all. Truly.
1: Uh, it, and it really is about him. Um, you know, he... Uh, I, 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 find the, I find the character and the making of it and the whole thing... Um, Deep, sorry, I'm getting another call.
0: Okay. You know who the,
1: You know who's calling me? Lance Hendrickson. I love him.
0: Oh yeah, he, he called he's me just... earlier. I got to get back to him too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's also just that—that that man is maybe the most interesting person I've. Lance ever met. Lance Hendrickson
0: uh, is a icon. I love him. I,
1: also, the most interesting life I've ever met. Wow. I've ever. I've, yeah, he's 82. He's lived so wildly. He's 82. He's 80, he or did, 81. He doesn't look Born in 19, 1940.
0: Wow. Wow. Talk about a career that that man has had. I mean, he is, he's legendary.
1: Yeah. Also the many careers he's had.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he was like a seaman. He was like a military guy. He was, and then he was a very celebrated actor. He's a, he's, he's a, I can talk for days about. So, I mean, well, let's talk
0: a little Lance bit about been. like. I mean, I could see Lance and your dad. Uh, is he like a, a, a second father figure to you? Is he?
1: What he's been friends with my dad for a very long time. Uh-huh. Uh, so I remember him as a kid. But we met. Uh, he's on this movie that I'm that I'm on, which is ah. why he called me. So I've been hanging out with him for the last week. And and we, I you know, I I had to say to him, you know, I'm Brad Dourif's daughter, and he was like. No shit you didn't know and then he put it together and then he yeah and then he put it together who i was and then he remembered and then we talked about our families and stuff and then me and him ended up having a lot of stuff in common and i just like sat at his knee and listened to these stories and we got beers together and wow just yeah anyway we just we've been hanging out for like the last five days that's Um, awesome and I, i think at the end of it i was like I
0: love you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my god. You know, I would kill just to have just to be you for a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's a nightmare.
0: <laughs> now, wh- how, how do you feel about the language and gore that we're now seeing on cable TV, like Chucky? Uh, I mean, there's no there's no censor at all when it comes to the language with uh, Chucky and the gore on cable TV. Uh, it wasn't like that 10, 20 years ago. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I mean, it's going way back. But how do you feel about when you're watching cable TV? It's like you're going to an R-rated movie.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think sometimes that's true. Um, I think that if it's gratuitous, then it's gratuitous and it's not it's not useful. I I don't think that Chucky e gets into that territory. No. Um, he, you know, we had a limited number of times we could even curse right so we can we can curse but i think it's limited to 10 times an episode which was a Um, lot and the yeah and the and the blood and guts of it which is a hundred percent there is always deliberate right yeah and you know you look at 70s horror movies which was like you know the i i think their heyday um and it's been pretty 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 visceral and 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 gory for a while you know yeah i mean we're not making hostile you
0: know no god don't get me started on that fiona this hour has just flown by yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i have
1: to i have to go into austin
0: i know i I know i want to thank you so much this has been one of the funnest interviews i've ever done and you're just oh
1: thank you man you you look
0: like a blast to hang out with You know, you would be just an absolute blast to hang out with. I want to thank you so much for being our guest. Any final thoughts you want? before before we go, guys, if you don't know already, the show is on Tuesdays on Sci Fi. Fiona Durev is one of the stars. Wait, Sci
1: Fi and USA?
0: Yes. And USA?
1: Yeah, it's on both.
0: Okay, yeah. Sci Fi and USA, Chucky, the continuation. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, Tuesday nights, the continuation of Child's Play and all the Chucky movies. Watch Fiona. She's amazing. Uh, They're bringing back almost everybody from the prior movies, but with a brand-new, fresh story and a lot of surprises. Fiona, any final thoughts you want to share before we go?
1: I have a question. Uh, Go ahead. Did Did you recognize me as Charles?
0: Uh Uh, You can say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I tell you what. Talking to you live, you look. You don't look like your dad right now,
1: right? At all. From Europe.
0: But like going through pictures of you online, there are just some where you are the spitting image of your dad. Really, you're just like the spitting image of your dad. But you know, looking at you now, if I if we met. I would never connect you with Brad Dourif at all as being his daughter. (laughs) So I also
1: have this long, weird hair at the moment, but yeah. Your hair is
0: beautiful. Your hair is beautiful. But
1: it's, it's not my hair. It's It's not. Oh, no, no. It's extensions for a movie. Oh
0: God. (laughs) Can you tell us when this movie might be coming out starring you and Lance?
1: Um, well, so it's me and Peter Fas- Fascianelli. Fascianelli, Um yeah. you know, the guy the, yeah, the guy from Twilight, um, uh-huh. and, uh, one of the
0: sparkling vampires
1: and, and one of the sparkling <laughs> vampires. Yeah. And also, um, Angel Asher or Asher Angel, wow. um, who is the guy from, what's that movie? Um, I forget me- the, the big Disney, Shazam me- okay, anyway, yeah. uh, yeah. You know, it will probably, you know, we're going to finish filming in a week, I would say six, seven months from now.
0: Are we look I know I know you can't say much, but are we looking at a horror, action, drama? Oh
1: no, no, it's an it's an action survivalist movie. So it's about um it's about paradise fires. I oh, that's right, that's those. right. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's about a family who's surrounded it's based on true stories and it's about a family that's trapped in a fire and has to survive.
0: Can't wait to see it. The cast is awesome. Yeah. The story sounds awesome. Fiona, thank you yeah. so much. We look forward to seeing you more on Tuesday and upcoming episodes. Hopefully, they don't kill you. Not tomorrow. Hopefully.
1: Who knows? Maybe. We don't know. If they do,
0: Dawn is going to be getting some negative uh, messages (laughs) from a lot of fans. I want to thank our audience for tuning in. Thank you to Fiona Dourif. Guys, stay safe. Until next time, stay walking. On behalf of Fiona and myself, stay walking. Good night, everybody. Good night.